Live on the Freak Radio Network, rulers of the motorsports empire, broadcasting live from the Lucas Oil Studios, Budweiser, the king of beers, presents Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, Sergeant and his freaking pit crew, Stat Man Carruthers. We ain't going nowhere, baby. And the baddest bitch to wrap it around two wheels, Crash Gladys. Mmm, hello there. Kenny Sergeant, Stat Man Carruthers, Crash Gladys. Man, it's a crazy Sunday night already. Out of the freaking gate. Aren't they always? Mm-hmm. Here's your Jags freaking hotline, 8669 Freaks. That's 866-937-3257. Email pitcrew at speedfreaks.tv. That's pitcrew at speedfreaks.tv. Crash Guidus, you got the text there, Handy? I do. Text, if you want to get on our text list, text the word FREAK. That's F-R-E-A-K. Text that word to the numbers 25827. So, again, text the word FREAK to 25827. Get those happy little texting fingers ready to go. We're going to be giving away some fat head sunglasses and some Daytona. 50th anniversary DVDs with your snappy little text. What's up, Statman? Never had it so good. <laughs> We're trying <laughs> to deal with it. Got one technical issue here, but yeah, everything is going along spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> Things are all fine in these you studios. Never had it so good. You well, know what freak, I mean? Let me explain to the Freak Nation what the hell's going on. I'm I'm on our Phoenix affiliate. Extra Sports 910. Crash and Stad are back there with our Los Angeles affiliate, 97.1 Free FM. I, I'm out here, and I've been in constant this Lucas Oil IHBA drag boat series from 9 a.m. until about 5.30. So I've been in the sun near that toxic water there at Firebird Raceway. Oh, toxic. You, ought to, be, you ought to be glowing. You may not even need any <laughs> D- ISDN to get your voice here. You ought to be able just to cut straight through That's everything. True. You know? That's true. And, and, you know, men like to say they have a third leg. I do have a third leg right now. <laughs> oh, the fifth one is what you got to worry about. Yeah, I know. But I've been out there in the sun all day covering the, just the smoke. I've never seen this series live. Well, I say I never. It's been about 20 years since I've seen drag boats live. And you talk about a, a series that's come of age. Damn. So I've been in the sun and uh, doing the TV for Lucas Oil Motorsports Hour for the last 10, 12 hours. So I, I, the only thing I know, and that's after getting a crash from text, is that Ashley Force beat John Force in Atlanta. I have no idea who won in Sprint Cup. I have Well, Kenny, no- just wait for my news and notes at the end of this segment and you'll find out. Well, I don't want to – we got to at least talk a little bit about it here in the first segment, don't we? No, we have two interviews in this first segment, so just you wait along with all of our listeners. Man, Freak Nation, see how they treat me? Man, I get out of the damn <laughs> studio and I can't – you know, I, I log on to get the lineup for tonight and that's all I've got. Actually, we uh, Crash and I talked about it in the first hour. We've been waiting on you to join us. Yeah, we've damn. been here. Where have you been? Bastard, man. <laughs> been out in the sun, like I said, growing the third leg, sitting next to that water there at Firebird Raceway. <laughs> Freak Nation, this is what we got coming up here in the next 120 minutes. Ron Hornaday, NASCAR Truck Series winner from Kansas. He's going to be in here. See, NHRA, there's another winner. NHRA Funny Car winner from Atlanta, Ashley Force. She's supposed to be in here. Andy Hillenberg, he's going to be in here. He's opening up. He's reopening the Rock, Rockingham. And I believe it's supposedly like the longest ARCA race in a very long time that's going to be there at um, the Rock. So Andy Hillenberg, former pilot and ARCA Series champion, I believe. Right, Crash? Yes, and longest race and highest purse ever in the series. So there's a lot of big arc news for next weekend. Yeah, Andy Hillenberg is going to be in here. We're going to span the Freak Nation. We're going to go from 
NASCAR to Supercross, and you're not going to believe what was happening kind of off camera with Kevin Windham and Chad Reed. We're going to check in with our man Terry Boyd on that one, the announcer you always hear and see at Supercross. We're going to check in with him. Also, Jay Kirby, the ringmaster, a little Formula One insight. Going to do some IndyCar insight as well as Michael Griffin. From what I understand from talking to Crash, this is a very young karting champion. He's an Australian karting champion. Australian, yes. And he has now come to the States at only 11 years old, the first Australian to do so. And he set his sights on NASCAR, but kind of a funny thing, he's using the IndyCar Development Series to get to NASCAR. So we're going to throw him in the Freak Nation for expanding the Freak Nation. Also coming up, AMA Super Sport winner, is that right, Jake Holden? You got it. Jake Holden, he's going to be in here. Uh, AMA's Superbike Series, Road Racing Series, was out in Southern California, Fontana Speedway this week. And so, of course, we're going to get us a winner here in the Freak Nation. And that last segment, is it pretty much open, Crasher? It is finally open for us to talk about ourselves. <laughs> it's finally open for us to just be freaks. We've been so busy, whether it was Danica Mania or us moving into these new studios and getting surrounded by Adam Carolla and the gang. Mm-hmm. We finally get to just chill out and be freaks like we have been. So now Uh-oh. it's Ashley Mania. We now it's to- Ashley Mania. <laughs> yeah. Good point, Stat. Tell me a little bit about that race. Was it was it close with her and her old man in the finals? Oh. Uh, no, it was a... Uh, Why do you have to ask that? It was a pure John Force original. Oh, Stan. Oh, my God. <laughs> Please. Yeah, but you know hey, what, though? You know, that, but, but she beat... Look, she. this is her third straight final. Thank you. This She leads the points. Uh, she, You know, she beat some of the best names in Funny Car to get to the final. So what if her dad goes up and smoke off the line? She won. And the bottom line, she beat Ron Caps to do it. She's beat all these big names in the past. So finally, she gets herself a Wally. This is her first trophy. And I think it's it's kind of fitting in the same week that Danica Patrick took her first win. They both are deserving of it. So let's just everybody shut the F up and let them enjoy their time. Yeah. You know, we got Dan Weldon yeah. here to talk about his first win of the year. So, oh. hey. <laughs> no. You know? Yeah, no. So we'll get back to more conversation with Ashley Forrest taking on John Forrest. John Forrest taking a dive for his daughter to get the win there oh, in Atlanta. Kenny. Now in the Freak now Nation, got his, got his first IndyCar win in Kansas. Well, IndyCar win for 2008, that is. Good to get him back in here with that happy-ass win. Would you please welcome IndyCar winner from Kansas, Dan Weldon. What's up there, DW? Hey, thanks, guys. Cra- Crash is a little feisty today, huh? I Jesus, am. Danica tugging on my arm in Milwaukee. <laughs> hey, well, well, that was that was last year when Danica was tugging on your arm. Now she's probably loving yeah. up on you because you got the win. Oh, that's true. That's true. Maybe, maybe you're right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Dan Weldon, we're talking about Ashley Force, the daughter of John Force, of course, legendary NHRA funny car driver, and his daughter, and basically how John Force laid down to give his daughter his win. Have you ever laid down to give Scott Dixon a win in the IndyCar Series, your teammate? Uh, no, this is Dan Weldon you're talking to. <laughs> That's why I, I had I to ask you, Weldon. I must have called the wrong show. <laughs> I've, ne- I've, never, I've never been asked a question like that in my life, and if you expected a yes from me, I, I, that would be at the point I'll be retiring. <laughs> That'd be the point that, Good uh, answer. that Chip Ganassi has a full head of hair? Uh, yeah, like, uh... That, that that that's not never going to happen with me. So uh, there's been situations where where I've helped him while I was out of contention for the championship, and he and he was in. You know, I did everything I can to to, to help him, and I, I think I was of uh, was of help, but it just uh, didn't work out for him. But when it when it's one on one, it's uh, you know I don't think you know I know Scott's personality too. He wouldn't want it any other way. We we race each other hard, but. Uh, you know, we, we we try and be fair with one another. 
Hey, Dan, it's Crash again. I know it, it can be so intense on the track, and you two are two damn good drivers. Do you guys ever get on each other's nerves personally? Maybe it was something that happened on the track or just something outside of the track. I mean, how well is your personal relationship? No, it's, it's actually very good. I mean, you know, when I, when I first met Scott, he was incredibly quiet. And, uh, you know, he's, he's introverted. And, you know, I'm very quiet, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, no, we, we were, we're kind of like, uh, you know, I, I think from the outside looking in, we're opposite personalities. But, you know, we've we've had, um, you know, some, some good times together. And I, we're, we're, I, I, I would like to think we're, we're pretty close friends, too. I mean, we, uh, we talk out of the racetrack. Um, you know, he's, he's a great guy. He's very genuine. He's, he's a tough competitor on the racetrack. And, um, you know, I, I, th- I think it works out well for the team because we do push each other very, very hard. We do push the team very hard. And, and, and I think that's a big uh, reason as to why we get good results. Now, the, one of the reasons why you indicated in the, the Victory Circle interview today that maybe your shoes had something to do with the oh, win. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's 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 a crazy story. Really. I kind of get a little embarrassed telling it, but you know, uh, my 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 wife and I have very very good friends back in St. Petersburg, and one of them is called Brad Stoller, and he has uh, he has two children actually, two little girls, a, a one year old and a two year old, and the two year old is is called Ava, and she just absolutely thinks the world of both Susie and I, and uh, she loves watching our races on TV. And the fact that she can see Dan on TV, like, really, really makes it great for her. But to, to add that little bit extra for her, everybody knows I love my, my race shoes and, and, stuff, and well, even normal shoes. But Puma <laughs> give me tons, absolutely tons, different colors, different designs, everything. So what we do is we tell Ava, who's a little two-year-old, before each race, what color boots that I have in my locker that weekend, and then she picks a color which I then use for for, for that race. So uh, yeah, it's, it worked out real well this race. It worked out pretty good in Japan too. But I, I had my reservations about Japan because she picked green, and the time before that that I had green on were at Homestead, where where I crashed in qualifying. So um, she's obviously she's obviously got the the touch. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> she Very better pick well black then. for the Indy 500 though. Well, actually, Puma, Puma has spent ages designing me a special boot for the 500, so I'm hoping that she picks that one. Otherwise, Puma are going to be really upset with me. <laughs> Dan Weldon, IndyCar Series winner from Kansas, joins us here in Speed Freaks Pits. And a couple of weeks ago, your boss, Chip Ganassi, was really hacked off at his NASCAR Sprint Cup teams. You know, get your crap together. There's no way we should be finishing this low. We should be qualifying better. We should be qualifying have you been on that side of Chip Ganassi where he's just about six steps away from biting your head off? Uh, he wasn't too happy with me after I crashed in qualifying at Homestead. But, you know, to be honest, I mean, he, he wasn't he wasn't that mad either. I think, you know, the, the sad thing for him is that there was a car that potentially could have been on pole and it was, was up in pieces. So he, he, uh, he, he was a little frustrated. But, um, you know, he's always been, he's always been great with me. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's nice to see that a boss has that reaction because you want to be in a team where, you know, the, the boss isn't going to expect anything other than the best. And uh, I, I will give, you know, 
credit where credit's due, and, and I have a lot of respect for Chip because as a driver for his team, he gives you everything that you need to be able to do the job. And 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 if he if if he doesn't think something's right, he, you know, it's his team. He he can voice his opinion as much as he wants, and he can change stuff. So I I, I have a lot of respect for him in in, in that way, and. Um, you know, certainly, certainly he's a tough boss, but yeah, he's, he's got a lot of personality and uh, you know a lot of desire to win races. So it's 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 for the right reasons. That that's that's the best way I can put it, and that's that's what makes him uh, you know a nice boss to drive for. Dan Weldon, IndyCar Series from Kansas, joins us here in the Speed Freaks pitch. DW, thank you for coming in. Good luck for that. What running is this for the Indy 500 crash? Do you know? It's probably like the 89th. I believe. No, 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 no. We're in 90 something. We're 93 or something. Where are we, Dan? Yeah, I think we are at 90. I think this will be the 93rd running of the Indianapolis 500. Pretty freaking sweet. Well, it hell, just... Might be, yeah, the 93rd. My wife's just giving me the heads up. It's the 93rd, <laughs> she thinks. Good on, Susie. Good on. Nice. Hey, Dan, thanks for coming <laughs> in, man. We look forward to seeing you in Indianapolis, buddy. Hey, make sure you keep giving Crash some grief. She's, st- she's sticking up for the females. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, you, yeah, you, st- you keep sti- you keep sticking up for us uh, happy boys with the dangling, uh, yeah, all right? Participles, yeah. Yeah, participles. <laughs> all right, Weldon. Huh? All right, Dan Weldon, IndyCar <laughs> Series winner from Kansas, checking in with the Free Nation. <laughs> and a man who heard that entire interview now knows that we give other drivers grief outside of NASCAR. Would you please welcome NASCAR truck series winner from kansas who may have watched weldon win his race this afternoon ron hornaday what's up ronnie hey gentlemen how you doing crash nice. hey there we got is this hornaday you guys there yeah Hello? we got yeah. you yeah well, crash who did you think who'd you think this was well we had two rons on the line <laughs> i just hope we got the right one yeah we got ron uh, I said, hi gentlemen and crash i better just keep crashing out of it she don't know who she's talking to <laughs> i'm i'm a little perplexed tonight See, i, I need all, another drink it got her all confused ron when you called us gentlemen she was <laughs> That's like right. I said, completely what? throwing us off with that one <laughs> ron hornaday women she's rooting for nice. oh, here ron we go. hornaday here nascar we go. truck series winner from kansas joins us here in the speed freaks pits ron you spent that last 10 minutes or so listening to us give dan weldon some grief it's pretty Probably pretty uh, satisfactory, satisfying to you to hear us give other people grief beside yourself. Yeah, he is pretty quiet, though. I can't believe that he takes that much off you guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I guess when you got Chip for a boss, you got to take a little bit somewhere. Yeah, it's it's got to go out somewhere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Ron. Ron, I was asking Dan Weldon about his boss Chip Ganassi, and he he likes it when his boss gets fired up and intimate with the team in regards to. Uh, whether it's screaming at him or patting him on the back for a good job, has Kevin Harvick gotten about two feet away from you from snapping your neck, or I don't think he tried and snap your neck, but from maybe biting your ear off because he was so angry with something that you did? Uh, no, he hasn't. But uh, I was in a meeting where uh, I wish I wasn't in there because he he definitely got a side of him that's very competitive and and want things to go right. And uh, he said he was going to change the truck team around, and he did. And last year and that's shown again this year and uh he's doing the same thing with the the nationwide series so uh he's a very intense owner and delaying it is the same way and uh, they want things done and done right and i'm sure uh, all the owners are that way they put a lot of money and emphasis in their racing and i got two bosses that do the same actually ron that was about this time last year wasn't it because you started getting on your kick in spring no we actually ran good i mean we're just a little slow this time we had an oil pump problem at daytona and uh 
got that handled, and uh, we've been running good. Just uh, the fifth race into the season, we're just about ready to kick it off and race every weekend. Now we've got another weekend off, then we go to uh, Lowe's Motor Speedway, and we're on through the rest of the year. Yeah, Ron Horn today, we want to ask you something that we asked Don, Dan Weldon, and he almost hung up on us. We've got a thing with uh, that's coming up in the second segment, probably with Ashley Force and John Force. And you could maybe imply that John Force in, in drag racing went up in smoke to allow his daughter to get her first win. Would you ever uh, pull over or uh, go up in smoke to let a teammate, even if it's your boss, Dad, you're talking about Jack win Sprague? a race? <laughs> uh, you know, I did pull over and let him lead a lap this weekend, so does that count? That's right. That was for five points. <laughs> that's right. right. Yeah, but, you know, I'll, I'll, that's, that's as close as it gets, though, huh? I don't think John Force... Uh, if he could have whooped his daughter, he would have because uh, he's a very intense race car driver. And uh, I think he was really trying to, to show her that dad still has it. And he just lit him up. And I heard uh, you know, earlier that they were talking about him doing a difference with his clutches and his heat and his clutches up. And, and it would smoke him off the line. And maybe he just got nervous and racing his kid. And, and hopefully nothing ever happened. And he was just nervous and he put him up in smoke. You know what? Hold on a second. I'm detecting you know a lot about this drag racing thing, Ron Hornaday, and I know Kevin Harvick, your team owner, is going to be going in, into the drag racing realm. Are you going to follow him over there and help him with the team? Uh, you know, I, I've got a little bit of expertise in drag racing. My daughter, uh, when she was younger, she was the first Hornaday to go straight, so we uh, we made her a drag racer, and we had one of them little things and put about twenty grand to a motor, and all she wanted to do was do burnouts, and that's all, you know. She didn't care about bracket racing. She just wanted to do burnout. So, um, now Kevin can go on that venture on his own. I think it's cool to watch him and uh, to listen to the noise and smell the rubber. But uh, no, I'll just sit back and watch. You ought to put her in <laughs> drifting, Ron Horn. Today, if all she wants to Ooh, do is burnout. burn up tires, I mean, she could go on drifting and and uh, have a good time. Well, if you ever see her coming to my housing track, she does that pretty well too. She knows how to drift her car pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Into the driveway. Ron Hornaday, NASCAR truck series pilot here in the Speed Freaks pits. And something else Kevin Harvick's doing, evidently, according to a few of the press releases, is that he's going to start implementing drug testing with his teams. Correct? Yes. We uh, we were up, up at a meeting last week, and uh, all of us drivers decided that, you know, Kevin's making a pretty big standoff about this thing, and we all went down there and got drug tested. And right now, I think we all passed, so I think we're doing pretty good. <laughs> I think we all passed. <laughs> nice. And I hear no bad news, so it's got to be good if you don't hear nothing. <laughs> no news is good news. That's right. Hey, Ron, Ron Hornaday, if I was the scientist in there examining your urine, what the oh, hell would geez. I find in it? Uh, you know, I've been quit drinking Coca-Cola and stuff, so a lot of water right nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> no more saccharin. <laughs> What are you getting at? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Ron Hornaday comes in here, and I pretend to be a scientist and examine his urine. You know, only in the Freak Nation, right, Ronnie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's quite an experience if you ever had it done professionally and how they uh, kind of watch you do things. It's, it's kind of weird. you got to go get a, a real drug test for a job, and, and it's pretty interesting. Can you, give, <laughs> can you give it to us in about 60 seconds no. or less what the process was? No, but it's, it's pretty quiet in there. It's got, it's got little, you, you can't really uh, give the girl a hard time because there's cameras watching. They got little oh. bells. They should be a pervert. And they, they've got all kinds of stuff. Oh my! You're showing me the whole thing. Nice. 
Cameras? Holy oh, God. yeah. As long as they didn't give yeah. you a magazine and want something else out of you, we're good, right? Yeah. How's the weather out there, by the yeah, way? Yeah. Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny, enough. What is it? It's just two dudes talking, man. Oh, yeah, and a million people listening. Yeah, you got my phone number now. Call me back later off the air, please. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Ron, hey, congratulations on the win. We couldn't be happier for you. I believe you're leading the points now. Is that right? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, you know, these guys just, uh, I got, I got to take my hats off to them. A, a brand new truck. I didn't even see it until we got to the racetrack and took it to the wind tunnel Monday and they thought it was a little better than the one they built. And they, they brought it there. And Jack Sprague had a brand new truck. And FKHI finished one, two, and with two brand new trucks. That just says a lot to what Kevin what Blaine is doing. And Mark Smith with the motors and what Chevrolet is giving us all the wind tunnel data and stuff. It, it's, uh, it's pretty cool at my age to go out there and just whip these kids' butts. It's, it's a lot of fun. Nice. nice. Ron Hornaday, NASCAR Truck Series winner from Kansas, joins us here in the Speed Freaks Pits. Ronnie, good luck to you for the rest of the season. We expect to get you back in here about five or six more times, all right? All right, guys. Appreciate it. See you, Ron. See ya. Yeah. I don't know. I bet when Statman, you got out of bed this morning, you thought, you know what? I'm going to talk to Ron Hornaday about urine test. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> I would. I was going to ask him how many gallons did he fill up. (laughs) If it's all water, it's no big deal. All right, guys, when we continue, we're looking for Ashley Force, NHRA Funny Car winner, points leader, first female to ever lead the points. And if I'm not completely lost, the first female to ever win big time at Funny Car? You got it. Yeah. All right. More Freaks coming up. Racer Magazine. Oh, groovy, baby. Hey, where are the white women at? Freaks. Well, Freak Nation, we almost had a Chip Ganassi sweep on the weekend. But alas, it was not yet meant to be. And I mean that because Juan Montoya got second in Talladega for NASCAR. His sports car team, the Grand Am guys of Scott Pruitt and Mimo Rojas, won in Virginia. And his IndyCar guy, Dan Weldon, won the IndyCar race in Kansas. Damn you, Juan Montoya. You shouldn't have gotten second place. Let's go to NASCAR. The Bush win, the Bush Series win, nationwide win. Went to Tony Stewart. You just heard from the truck winner in Kansas, Ron Hornaday. And the Sprint Cup victory did not go to Juan Montoya, but instead to another Toyota win for Kyle Busch. The IndyCar race went to Dan Weld, and the Indy Lights win went to J.R. Hildebrand. The first win for the Anderson Racing Team. This was in Kansas. I just gave you the Grand Am winners in Virginia, also the Ganassi team. Let's go NHRA and chalk another. Another one up for the females. Ashley Force beat her papa to take her first win of her Nitro career. Ashley Force won the funny car category in Atlanta with a 484 elapsed time in the quarter mile at just a measly speed of 320 miles an hour. Other winners in Hotlanta, which was actually damp Lanta, Antron Brown in Top Fuel, Mike Edwards in Pro Stock, Andrew Hines in the motorcycles. Keeping with two wheel, it was Kevin Windham in Supercross and Ben Spees in Superbikes. The Freaks. Speed Freaks. Like an ass rash. Me crazy. Gone right. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. This is Budweiser. This is the authentic American lager. This is a recipe used for over 130 years. And the freshest beer in the store. This is hand selected barley malt. 
from the golden fields of the Great Plains. It's a precise blend of two-row and six-row barley for the perfect balance of flavor and refreshment. This is the choicest hops grown in the Willamette Valley in Washington and Oregon and Bonner's Ferry in Idaho. Hops chosen for their aroma, flavor, and character and hand-blended into each brew kettle. This is every batch Beechwood aged for three weeks to produce a one-of-a-kind smoothness. This is Budweiser. This is the great American lager. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Hey, Freak Nation, it's Kenny Sargent with Speed Freaks, and now the exterior of your motorcycle can match the internal performance that you've come to expect from Lucas Oil. It's Lucas Slick Mist, and it's the perfect quick detailer for any application you can think of, specially formulated for safe interaction on paint, glass, vinyl, even Lexan. Lucas Slick Mist, showroom shine in a bottle. Available at AutoZone and other fine automotive retailers. Lucas Oil Slick Mist, the detailer for Speed Freaks. Hey, this is Matt Land with Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower. At Dixie Chopper, we understand that productivity is a function of horsepower over time. That's why we've spent 28 years developing the world's fastest, the most economical, the most environmentally friendly lawnmower in the United States. Go to DixieChopper.com to find the closest dealer to you. Dixie Chopper, the official lawnmower of the Freak Nation. This freaking segment is brought to you by Continental Tire and the Ultimate Adventure Sweepstakes. Drop by your favorite tire store, purchase four Continental brand tires valued at $499 or more, and you'll get a Magellan Roadmate GPS system. Continental Tire, the official tire of Speed Freaks. You're back with Statman Carruthers, Crash Gladys. I'm Kenny Sargent. Your Jags freaking hotline, 8669 Freaks. That's 866-937-3257. Email pit crew at speedfreaks.tv. Miss any of this show? Go to the podcast website. Well, we call it speedfreaks.tv or iTunes. There's speedfreaks.tv. Log on to the Jags media page, and you'll get the entire show. Also on iTunes, just punch in Speed Freaks. Hey, man, coming up, you've got the Speed Racer movie, uh, Big Summer Blast. The Mach 5, it's actually going to be at Speed Zone, Southern California, May 3rd and 4th. Mach 5, the car, it's going to be there at Speed Zone. And you can enter to win four tickets to see the premiere of the movie there in Southern California. they got movie passes, prizes, giveaways, and more. Many things going on at Speed Zone, May 3rd and 4th. But probably the biggest deal, they're going to help raise money for Nogales High School Band as they raise funds for their upcoming trip to New York to play in the 2008 Thanksgiving Macy's Day parade so you guys in southern california mm. come on out yeah isn't that nice yeah come on out and support our local high schoolers nogales high school special ticket will be available for purchase that weekend of may 3rd and 4th with a percentage of the proceeds going to the band at speed zone city of industry in southern california may 3rd and 4th as they celebrate speed racer and the mach 5 with the supporting the nogales high school band with raising some funds what do you Coming bet up, there'll be a uh, mach 5 balloon in the parade <laughs> <laughs> well with, uh, oh, Chim Chim, <laughs> the monkey chasing it. Yeah, right. Yeah, That'll be Chim the Chim. next balloon following <laughs> along behind it. <laughs> now in the Speed Freaks pits, gosh, what does he have? Two, maybe three ARCA championships? I think. Maybe he's three. raced it? everything. Yeah. I know he won the championship in his rookie season, but he's raced sprint cars. He's raced Indy cars. He's raced stock car, Daytona 500, cup races, truck races, <gasps> you name it. 
I think you're right, Crash. And he actually won a quarter midget championship back in the day in his teenage days. We please welcome here the Speed Freaks Pits with a bigger and better title, owner of Rockingham. What's up, Andy Hillenberg? <laughs> Hillenberg, you around? Hmm. Oh, man. Oh, no. You get his ass run over by one of those yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's. Yeah, it shows that he's yeah. on, Andy. Hey, hey Hillenberg, you there? What's up with that, man? You get the guy on. He's just purchased Rockingham. They got a big-ass ARCA race rolling through there, and the guy didn't want to come in the freak name. Oh, he does, too. He's on. I guess we'll try him on another line. All right. See if you can put Hillenberg on hold and bring him back up on another line. But, the, yeah, the big deal with Andy Hillenberg, again, I crashed it. The guys run everything. But the big news with him is he, he's purchased Rockingham for over $4 million. And, remember, NASCAR Sprint Cup Series hasn't raced there, I believe, since th- uh, 2004. But this year they're going to have a long ARCA race, one of the longest in the history of ARCA series, and the Hooters Pro Cup is actually going to race at uh, Rockingham. Crash? Yes. Do we have Andy Hillenberg back? I think we did. Hey, Hillenberg, you there? Oh, we're here this time. What the (laughs) hell was that all about, man? Were you using one of of those old-ass phones at Rockingham? Uh, It's a rotary. (laughs) It's a rotary. You got a rotary cell phone, huh? I was, giving you all, I was giving you all these damn props, and you weren't there, Hillenberg. Hey, was it true? Did you run win a, a quarter midget championship back in your teen, teenage years? Uh, yeah, uh, 12 years old or so, a long time ago. Uh, seems like forever. <laughs> How many ARCA championships did you win? Uh, just one. We actually only uh, ever ran for a stock car title one time where I ran all the races in any series and uh, was fortunate enough to walk away with the championship. Yeah, that was hot. That was very, very cool. So what, okay, what made you dip into your pockets and buy Rockingham? I mean, I know the track has huge history, but this is a huge purchase. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is. I just, I love the sport that much. Uh, I think the the sport is, uh, it doesn't need racetracks to go away. Uh, We need to keep all the ones we got and build a few new ones. Uh, I I just think it's that important, and it's something that, you know, that we do with the uh, the driving school where I can actually utilize it uh, throughout the year. And in addition, we've been doing a lot of uh, movies and work over the past uh, five, ten years, and, and kind of all, all of those things combined, I think this can work. So you're doing Andy movies Hillenberg. and TV work, and so we can blame you for all this Hollywood production being moved out of the state of California. Uh, no, you can't blame me for it, but we'll take a, we'll take whatever share they do move. But we've been out there. Actually, I was out there uh, uh, right before Christmas doing some commercial stuff out there. But uh, we, we've had a couple already film at the racetrack, and, and all those things, I think, uh, hopefully will make our business plan work. Andy Hillenberg, he purchased North Carolina Speedway in Rockingham, North Carolina, $4.4 million. And, Andy, can you give me a perspective we heard about the bitching and moaning about the fans in the area losing that race, but can you give me a little bit more insight to, to what it did to the economy with the Rock losing that cup race? Well, I mean, obviously it hurt. I mean, it didn't wipe them out. I mean, the, the town didn't uh, go broke or anything like that. But, yeah, I mean, it, it hurt the motels, the you know, the area restaurants, and, and I think any, uh, you know, it curbed any growth in those areas. Um, so, um you know they're they're definitely welcoming us back with open arms and and doing whatever they can to to help us promote the event and it is the success. So Andy Hillenberg, are you going to sue to get a cup race? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, that's kind of like going being in high school, you know, and uh, and uh, you want to go out to the prom with this girl, and she won't go, so you sue her. Uh, it, just, it just doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work. That's what everybody else does, though. You know, you open up, and uh, you, by divine right, you're supposed to get a cup race. Ah, uh, no, I'm just going to concentrate on what we're doing, and, uh, you know, I'm in definitely in uncharted territory, but that's nothing new for me. I mean, uh, everything in racing, and just kind of always jumped in and uh, and did it, and that's kind of what we're doing now. So uh, uh, that would be great to think about, but I, I just Uh-oh. don't see that as a Here possibility. It Here it comes. I hear you pulling out the Rolodex now to get that lawyer's phone number. It's a great <laughs> thing to think about. Uh, I wouldn't do that to Mr. Helton. <laughs> well, at the bottom line, though, IndyCar right now has Danica Mania, NHRA has Ashley Force Mania, and you've kind of got, as much as I might not like to admit this, you've got a little Scott Speed Mania as he just took the last ARCA win on the weekend leading into your race. That's got to help ticket sales. I, I hope so. I mean, uh, you know, with, with Scott's uh, international exposure, I mean, it's definitely going to help us, I think. And, uh, I mean, all of the ARCA races this year have just been ultra competitive. And, uh, you know, that's really what it's going to come down to is is fans seeing competitive racing uh, at the Rock again. And probably one of our biggest hooks that we have is we're starting 50 cars for this Carolina 500. And I, uh, I think that's going to be pretty exciting when they wave the green. Wait, wait, wait. Andy Hillenberg, you're going to start... That's not the number of guys that are going to qualify. You're going to put 50 cars on the track and drop the green flag? We want to make enough noise that you guys hear it all the way out there. Oh, the, the, <laughs> well, I think we will. From the motors or the crashes, that's going to be crazy. I, I don't know. I mean, if you watch the Kansas race last week, I mean, they ran all the way almost to the halfway point before they have the caution. I mean, you know, in the last uh, the last five years, the talent pool – from the ARCA side has went up so much, uh, you know, as ed- evidenced by, you know, world-class racers like Scott Speed coming to it. Um, so I feel pretty good about it. I mean, I'm sure that, you know, just like any racer, there might be a, uh, an exciting moment or two, And um, but, but I think these guys are good enough to do it. His name is Andy Hillenberg. Got him a couple of championships from quarter midgets to the ARCA series. More importantly, he now owns The Rock, Rockingham there in North Carolina. Oh, More yeah. importantly, we all know that he's now a multimillionaire. So, Andy, mm. you're my new best friend. <laughs> That's funny. The other day, uh, you know, I kept getting introduced as the rich guy in town. And after a while, you just finally quit saying it. And uh, a really nice elderly lady the other day, she's like, oh, you're the new rich guy. And uh, I'm like, well, I used to be. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, Andy, thanks for coming to the Freak Nation, my friend. Good luck to you for the Rock, what is it, uh, Carolina 500? Yes, sir. Uh, right. And check out our, everything on our website, rockinghamspeedway.com. And uh, you guys look, it's going to be a big highlight reel next week. Thanks, Andy. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Andy Hillenberg here in the Freak Nation. When we continue, we're going to have a little discussion about this and that, maybe a little drag racing, a little bit of Juan Pablo Montoya, how he should have taken that win at Talladega. Also going to span the Freak Nation. From NASCAR to Superbike, Supercross, IndyCar, and karting, plus AMA, AMA Superbike winner Jake Holden, he's going to be here in Speed Freaks Pits. Your Statman Scat coming up and more here with, well, dang, how many of us are in here? 14? More Freaks next. Dale Earnhardt Jr. fans can kick Justin Timberlake's ass. 
Thank you. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. This freaking segment is brought to you by Lucas Oil. From oil stabilizer to fuel treatment to synthetic oils for all makes and models. Lucas Oil has the products to meet your needs. Log on to lucasoil.com now. Lucas Oil, the official lube of Speed Freaks. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. Freak Nation, I know you're familiar with Lucas Oil for your trucks and automobiles, but did you know Lucas has your motorcycle oil too? For years, Lucas has been blending high-performance motor and gear oils for the racing industry. That led to the development of true racing oils that far exceed all manufacturer specifications and can outlast other oils up to four times on the track or on the street. If you're a street cruiser or one that runs it wide open on the dirt, get Lucas high-performance motorcycle oil today. Check out lucasoil.com for more information. Lucas Oil, the official oil of the freaks. Yo, bro, what's happening? The Freaks want you to be as hip as your kids on the Internet, computers, and that new MP3 player. Just go to iTunes.com or SpeedFreaks.tv, and you'll find links to subscribe to the Freaks' new podcast. Way to go. It's easy. There's buttons and everything. You want your kids laughing at you? <laughs> Just believe it's easy. <laughs> iTunes.com or SpeedFreaks.tv. Send stuff to a friend. Don't they always send you stuff? Hey, man. Subscribe to the Freaks' podcast, audio and video, at iTunes or SpeedFreaks.tv. Later, dude. Freak Nation, Continental Tire has launched the Ultimate Adventure Sweepstakes. Drop by your favorite tire store, purchase four Continental brand tires valued at $499 or more, and you'll receive a Magellan Roadmate GPS system. You can also enter to win a Range Rover Sport customized by West Coast Customs. Enter in-store or online at ContiSweeps.com. That's C-O-N-T-I-Sweeps.com. No purchase necessary. See website for rules. It's the Ultimate Adventure from the official tire of the Freak Nation, Continental Tire. This isn't some other beer. This isn't a Bach, an ale, a stout, or a pale. This isn't a cherry wheat or a berry wheat, and it doesn't taste like chocolate. This isn't some trendy microbrew. This is the perfect balance of flavor and refreshment. This is Budweiser. This is the great American lager. Anheuser-Busch. St. Louis, Missouri. This is Mario Andretti, the baddest pit bull to ever grab the steering wheel. Even meaner than Eminem, Vin Diesel, Corn, and Madonna. You're listening to the Speed Freaks, the only group that could carry my jockstrap. You got Crash Gladys, Statman Carruthers. I'm Kenny Sargent. Check out the website, speedfreaks.tv. Again, you miss any of the show, you can download this bad boy to your iPod via speedfreaks.tv or, of course, iTunes. Put it on your iPod. Coming up next hour, we're going to span the Freak Nation. A little bit of NASCAR talk, some Supercross, some madness that went, off, went on up in Seattle between Kevin Windham and Chad Reed. Got some insider information from the Supercross announcer, Terry, Terry Boyd, who's going to be in here. The ringmaster, a little Formula One insights, some IndyCar, Mitchell Griffin, an 11-year-old Carter who has signed a contract, development contract with a NASCAR team. Yeah. AMA Superbike winner, Super Sport. Yeah, super, what the hell? Super Sport or Super Stock? Super Sport. Super Sport winner, Jake Holden. And I understand it was a last lap win for Holden on this. It was some madness there at California That's Speedway. the way the Super Sport series has been this yeah. year. It's it's all been very, very good racing in the AMA Superbikes. Nice. And I understand we got a little Dixie Chopper insight from our friend Matt Land. Is that right, Crasher? I believe so. 
he's a little nervous that the IndyCars, now we are entering the month of May, mm-hmm. the IndyCars and the Indy Lights guys and gals are not going to have the greatest of practice times this week because the weather, well, sucks. Right. Well, now in the Freak Nation, you hear his voice all over our Dixie Chopper commercials. And, of course, when, you need, when we need some insight, Dixie Chopper style, we've got to get this guy in the Freak Nation. A little Talladega take from his point of view. Maybe some IndyCar information he can share with us as he's calling us from Indianapolis. Would you please welcome Matt Lamb. What's up, ML? Hey, guys. How you doing? I, uh, Statman, are you still there? You're the only sane guy I know. <laughs> the only one you know? Man, yes, you, you have really scraped the – you've put a new bottom to the barrel. Well, uh, I thought the bottom of the barrel was Kenny, and, uh, well, it's still true. But, uh, no, guys, hey, I miss you guys. It, uh, it's good to hear from you. It's, uh, it's been a wild time for me. I tell you what, this propane Dixie Chopper thing, uh, in light of, uh, you know, three fifty four dollars $4 a gallon fuel, has really kept me busy since the last time I saw you guys. Well, that's the idea is to keep your happy ass busy because when you're not busy, People do get in trouble. Speaking of busy, did you catch any of that Talladega race today with Kyle Busch's win? Dude, I tell you what I did. I, I, I was watching that. I, you know, I was kind of bummed out, though. I, I just hate the fact that, you know, somebody was setting him up uh, to go past him, and all of a sudden it's like, okay, never mind, quit racing. <laughs> I mean, Welcome what the hell? I, mean, I can't quit mowing. I can't quit making tall grass short. It's like, okay, just because you got a half a yard done or you just got a little more to go, it's not like, okay, somebody wiped out my Dixie Rex. I'm sorry, you're over. <laughs> so, well, what are you referring to in NASCAR, Matt Land? Well, I'm thinking they're limp. I mean, that, that's just, I'm sorry, that's just, it, it all comes down to, you know what, you can watch it all day long and. Well, just I tell you what, I'm going to get Art Evans, the owner of my company, to 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 make me a NASCAR, and then I'm going to join the race. I'm just going to sit in the pits, and I'm going to wait until the tenth lap, and then I'm going to join the race, and then I'm going to wreck the number one guy. And I guarantee you, my sponsorship for Dixie Chopper will get all the coverage. <laughs> You'd also have a movie done on your behalf. That might be that might not be a bad idea, Matt Land. You could uh, go out there, and the next thing you know, they'll have a movie on IMAX, and you'll be the biggest thing in Hollywood. Statman, I'm gonna tell you what. No, there are way. It's, that's the reason I don't run for a political office. There are way too many skeletons in my closet. <laughs> oh, do tell. <laughs> I tell you what, it'd be like Dagwood's closet, man. They open up the door on my closet. It's like poof, they just fall out. That'd be a bad thing. You, you, and uh, sling blade. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, I like the way you talk too. Uh-huh. Matt Land joins us from Dixie Chopper, world's fastest lawnmower here in Speed Freaks Pitch. Matt sling, got about you got a about minute, a, Kenny, Kenny, sling blade is a stock car driver. Oh yeah, that's, that's like there it is. That's too mm-hmm. much. Hey Matt, in, in about sixty seconds, can you give me the fever? Is there is there a fever pitch around Indianapolis yet for the five hundred rolling in? I tell you what, right now, yeah, there's a fever pitch, but everybody's going, "Gee whiz, what's the weather going to be?" I will tell you what, Friday, it was eighty three degrees. Uh, Monday, it's supposed to be forty. It's supposed to be freezed. Yeah. Uh, Monday night, Tuesday, thirty four high. So you try to figure out how to set up a car with weather like that. Yeah. It's not going to be fun. 
Yeah, but the race is still a month away. What are they worried about it now for? Rookie orientation well, practices this week. You can sell T-shirts or sweatshirts on race day. If you can figure out which one to sell, you'll be a rich man. That's hot. Don't forget about the rain jackets. Well, it's sort of like a condom. Don't leave home without it. <laughs> and on that note, Matt Lamb with Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower, joins us here in the Speed Freaks pits. A little Talladega insight and his own unique Indy 500 insight. ML, glad we got you off the happy-ass couch and you put down that Budweiser. Thanks for coming to the Freak Nation, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Take care, partner. Kind of like a condom. Don't leave home without it. That's yeah. the that's the Hall of Fame guy right there. You know, Stack. Could you see him? Could you see him? They need to boot like uh, one of those happy bastards off the truck series coverage and just put Matt Land in there. Yeah, just and just cut to him once in a while and say, Matt, what's going on? And just I look. have to tell you though, his yeah. texts to me were pretty funny. When Thomas Schechter's crew chief got hit in the pits from Marty Roth, he goes, "That no talented sob just drove into Schechter's chief." <laughs> oh man freak nation only only from matt land all right coming up next hour we're going to span the freak nation a little more nascar inside to this the big one that happened at talladega some uh, formula one some super bikes supercross and more it's all coming up here in speed freaks pits this freaking segment is brought to you by Mopar. More than just the original equipment supplier of parts and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles, Mopar is an attitude, a culture, a way of life for thousands of enthusiasts around the world. Mopar, the official performance of Speed Freaks. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. The name Mopar is family, synonymous with the glory days of drag racing maybe two generations ago. But a new generation is discovering Mopar, its tradition, and its bright future. Perhaps more than any other company, Mopar has been uniquely successful at bringing its proud heritage into the 21st century. Today, Mopar is more than just original equipment and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles. Mopar is an attitude, a culture, and a way of life for thousands of enthusiasts around the world. On the street, at the track, or in the backwoods, Mopar rides with you. Freak Nation Continental Tire has launched the Ultimate Adventure Sweepstakes. Drop by your favorite tire store, purchase four Continental brand tires, valued at four $199 or more, and you'll receive a Magellan Roadmate GPS system. You can also enter to win a Range Rover Sport customized by West Coast Customs. Enter in-store or online at ContiSweeps.com. That's C-O-N-T-I Sweeps.com. No purchase necessary. See website for rules. It's the ultimate adventure from the official tire of the Freak Nation, Continental Tire. This is Matt Land, the voice of Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower. Would you like to do something on the weekends other than just cut your grass? Would you like to go boating? Would you like to go golfing? How about spend a day at the races with the family? Well, you can do more of those things when you buy a Dixie Chopper. To find us, visit DixieChopper.com and click on Dealer Locator to find your friendly, fast Dixie Chopper dealer closest to you. Dixie Chopper, the official lawnmower of the Freak Nation. Hey, Speed Freaks, it's Kenny Sargent giving you the guarantee to stop your leaks in power steering units with Lucas Oil Power Steering Stop Leak or your money back. It corrects rack and pinion problems, and Lucas Oil Power Steering Stop Leak is totally effective in reducing slack, squeals, and hard spots in worn rack and pinions. Your results will be immediate and long-lasting. Quit wasting your time and money. Get Lucas Oil Power Steering Stop Leak guaranteed to stop seal leaks and power steering units or your money back. Swing by your favorite auto parts dealer and pick up some Lucas Oil Power Steering Stop Leak today.
This freaking segment is brought to you by Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower. Try one out today at your local Dixie Chopper dealer. To find the closest dealer to you, go to DixieChopper.com. Dixie Chopper, the official lawnmower of Speed Freaks. You're back with the Freaks. Coming up, Super Sport winner. AMA Super Sport winner got his second win. Fontana this weekend. Understand again, it's, it was a last app win for Jake Holden. He's going to be coming up here in Speed Freaks Pits. We'll talk a little bit more about Talladega and the, the madness of the big one. I'm just now catching up on some of the news and notes of the race. And, man, it was crazy with this. How, crash, Dad, how many of the uh, how many cars exited on the big one at Talladega? Any idea? Well, there were, there were a couple of mini big ones. But I'm going to say this. There was not a big one like we were used to seeing in the past again. Credit goes to the car of tomorrow. There were a couple of t- or the car of today or whatever we're calling it now. There were a couple of really ac- bad accidents that could have gone real bad, but they didn't go nearly as bad as they have in the past. Again, I think it's this car. Yeah, I know it. It, it from what we saw at Texas with Michael McDowell and that accident. Oh yeah, and, and surviving that thing and a few others that we've seen in the past. That uh, the car tomorrow is really sticking it to them. Well, All today right. Kyle Busch and Jamie McMurray literally got sideways at 190 miles an hour, and they straightened it up and went back in. And that was in the middle of a pack too. I'm sorry, I'm just sick of the complaining on this car of tomorrow, today, yesterday, all that stuff because it's working. It's absolutely working. Well, and on that note, let's uh, let's get it ready. Let's span the Freak Nation wheels. Time for another freaking episode of Spinning, Spinning, Freak Nation. Now in the Speed Freaks pits, Bob Margolis, NASCAR aficionado for Yahoo Sports. And, Bobby, wouldn't you know it, Talladega, one of the biggest races of the year for the Sprint Cup Series, out of the gate, Tony Stewart making it official that he's looking at options for his future. He was fairly polit- well, politically correct on the pre-race shows this morning, but was it your take on Tony leaving the Joe Gibbs team for real, that this guy is really wanting to get the hell out of there? Well, you know what? I think he wants to solidify his future, and and right now he's kind of making it clear that he has all these options out there. I think originally the intention was to stay with Joe Gibbs Racing, but as soon as he stuck his foot in the water, he realized, wow, I'm worth a lot of big money. And, And when we're talking big money, we're talking junior money. What's junior money, you ask? I'm sure you did. Um, Junior money is about estimated to be $10 to $12 million base salary per year. Nice. Tony wants big money. But Margolis, Stewart doesn't need any more money. Do you think it started when Toyota (laughs) took over Chevy at Gibbs? Well, you don't need any more money either. But if you've got the opportunity to make more money, you're going to want to make it. I, I don't really think it's the I don't really think it's the whole Toyota deal. I think it's the fact that he's got an opportunity. He sees the the, the chance that he can go out and make some more money. And yes, you know, was he real happy with the Toyota move? He was not happy when it originally happened. But he seems to have kind of fell, fallen into a, a routine now where yeah, I, I'm comfortable with the Toyota. Um, yeah, would I like to be back in a Chevy? That would be really nice, too. But to be quite honest, you know, people talk about Tony being a loyal guy. Uh, Tony's a great guy, and don't get me wrong. Tony's loyal to the greenback. What I, Bob, this is Statman. I've got to believe, though, that if Chevy forced him to give up his Mopar connection and his private team, sprint cars, sprint cars, I got to believe that Chevy can't be too happy with him being involved with Toyota on the other side. I got to believe that he's getting some phone calls from GM saying, "Look, dude, if we're going to give you the money, you got to play to play by our rules." What? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still involved with Chevy. He really still has a, a personal deal with Chevy. And if you've noticed, he's in when he's in commercials, the cars are always Chevys, and you haven't seen him in a Toyota commercial either. So, um, you know, a Toyota, Toyota commercial. But you know, it's it's um, it's it's an interesting situation that Tony finds himself in right now. He he knows that he's got several options, um, but then you've got to look at it on the other side that you know Joe Gibbs has got a couple really strong franchise players. And hey, if there's a team owner right now in NASCAR who knows the value of a franchise player, it's got to be Joe Gibbs. Here's a guy who was in the NFL who had to pull franchise players out and keep them aside in free agency, and he's faced with free agency now. So. He's got Kenny. He's got. Excuse me. He's got Kyle Busch. He's got Denny Hamlin. Yeah. Does he want to keep Tony? He says he does. But what's it going to be worth to him to give him big money to make him a part of the team? I don't know if Joe Gibbs is going to be able to give Tony what he wants. I think Tony wants to do the ownership. Um, does he want to do ownership with Joe? I think that would be the real thing he'd like to do. But um, the one big wild card in this whole deal. It's a guy named Bob Nardelli. You know who Bob Nardelli is? No, oh, man. Hmm. Bob Nardelli was the CEO at, at Home Depot, and he and, and uh, Tony are best of buddies still. And Bob Nardelli is now the CEO at Chrysler. Mm-hmm. And, oh. and Bob would love to have Tony. He's made it very clear. He'd love to have Tony in a Dodge. Well, uh, Tony's well, Mopar connections from back in the day are pretty strong still, too. Pretty strong still also, and there is one Dodge team out there that could afford to put him in a Dodge again, and that's the Gillette Everham team. And, you know, of course, the, the speculation is, hey, and here's the dream team right now. You put Tony in the nine car. He's the perfect Budweiser guy. He's in the Dodge. He's in a car that can help him win. You know, I mean, that's the perfect scenario. But right now, to be honest, I think Tony's already made his decision because he's awfully happy. He's in a real good mood. He's been in such a good mood that he's been laughing with us all weekend long. He's been having fun with the media. For a guy who's in a position right now where he hasn't won a cup race yet, and he's got all this stress of deciding where his future is, he's in an awfully good mood. That, of course, is Bob Margolis, NASCAR information insider from Yahoo Sports. Bobby, as always, thanks for coming to Freak Nation, my friend. Yeah, you got it, kids. Always a pleasure. Look forward to the next time. Bob Margolis Mar- here in the Speed Freaks pit. Stat man, a little Formula One insight with the ringmaster. Go ahead, Stat. Ringmaster. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Come on, ring, my man. All right, I guess he ain't there. Ringmaster's ring. not there. Well, there's there was we have some... his fax machine. It sounds like <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. Ringmaster. He usually gives us the, the Formula One insight. And is there something going on between Fernando Alonso and his former teammate? We'll, we'll, we'll uh, get him back on. I think, I think we'll get him back on. It looks like he might be here again. Let me try it again here. No, not yet. All right, so they're, they're, still, they're still getting that call set up again. Working through the facts. <laughs> well, let's move into uh, in our IndyCar coverage as we span the Freak Nation. Let's go to Patrick Steffen. Patrick Steffen, you're on with Crash Gladys and Speed Freaks. Go ahead, Patrick. Hey there, Patrick. Hi. Hey, how are you? He's with Trackside Online, Kenny, just to let you know. And I want to ask you, first of all, there's been, at least from my opinion, looking at Homestead, that oval, and now Kansas, the oval today, there's some traffic issues. When are we going to kind of get over this learning curve that, that's setting this dividing line between the Champ Car guys and the IndyCar regulars? That's a good question. Uh, it was pretty ugly today. It was, it was, it, 
sadly, it's the only thing that made the race interesting, but there's a lot of folks out there that didn't seem all that uh, certain on, you know, they got to turn one, are they going to go high, are they going to go low? They, they, they kind of decided that once they got there, as opposed to a little ahead of time. It got a little ugly. Do you think it's going to affect the Indy 500, or, or thank God we've got this month long of practice again? I, I say thank God we've got a month. Um, that's going to be the best thing. And you're going to hopefully you won't have guys lifting in weird spots, which was happening today. Uh, EJ Vizo did not make any Christmas card lists today. There was a, they were taking numbers to go talk to him after the race. So. <laughs> yeah, I saw Danica fast, Patrick that's wasn't. That's a good thing he had. He What's... was fast. That's a good thing he had. He so. was fast. No, come on. Give me some scoops. What are some things that happened in Kansas that maybe the, the viewer didn't quite see? Uh, <laughs> the, the funny part, again, about Vizo is, Ed Carpenter well, went over to talk to Ryan Hunter A, and then they were went together to go talk to EJ Vizo. So neither one of those guys were happy about it. And then obviously Ed was Ed, Ed thought he had a top five car at least at least, and he lost the race. Um, other big exciting scoops, not a whole lot. Uh, David Hamilton's going to run the 500 with Vision Racing as part of Kingdom Racing. Basically, Kingdom's going to bring some money, and then Eddie and then uh, Davey's going to run with them with the HP sponsorship again. Uh, other than that, there's a bunch of rookies running around that want to do ROP, but nobody wants to run them because they're too scared to risk their cars. Ooh. So we could have an even bigger field. We already have 37-ish, 38 pretty solid entries. We could have more if you could get a couple of guys to, to you know, loosen up on their cars so they could let a couple more guys run ROP and then do second weekend deals. But everybody's scared to death to wreck a car right now. Do you think anybody's going to loosen those reins for this week? Because this is the only time they get to do rookie orientation. The is only, that correct? The only time they get it... Um, I was talking to one driver today, a kid named C.R. Cruz that ran the Indy Lights. He's, he's thinking he might have to you know, up what you normally have to pay to do ROP to get somebody convinced that, hey, I can go out and do it, or hope the weather's good, let them run, you know, even a team like Dale Coyne, let them run their own, our own guys in ROP, and then try and get into a car late in the day. We're spanning the Freak Nation Ouch. with Patrick Steffen, Trackside Online, talking a little IndyCar. Patrick, all the stuff you're talking about is fine and dandy. I don't give a damn, and nor does North America. They want to know about oh, pa- they, they want to know about Danica Patrick and what she did with that win. All right, she she led the Indy 500 last year. That was cool, but this is big time. What did her win do for not just the city of Indianapolis, but for Open Wheel and that damn series that's been trying to get together? They got back with Champ Car. What the hell did that one win do for Open Wheel in America? I'll tell you what, it energized the media center. That's that's the main thing. You had people coming in, uh, people like the USA Today, who probably would have been, you know, hog wild in, in Talladega. They were down, you know, they had people in uh, in Kansas this weekend, and people writing about her, and it's got people jazzed up. And more than anything, it's got, it's got you know, the media jacked up uh, and the fans jacked up. There are fans that came to Kansas today, but because they didn't realize this is a season ticket trace track. They watched it on TV. It's not full. They show up, there's no tickets for sale. So they had fans mm, out scrambling out front of the stands trying to find tickets before the race started. Wow. Patrick Steffen not million, tracks. Not millions of them, but several. So. Patrick Steffen tracks out online. A little IndyCar insight coming in the Freak Nation. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you. Hey, Patrick. by the way, Kenny, the governor of Illinois, my aunt and uncle right. told me this because they live in Chicago. Governor of Illinois declared today Danica Patrick Day. Huh? In Illinois? Oh, yeah. It's because that's where she was kind of from. She's from Roscoe, Illinois. Suburb. Damn. You got it. All right. More Formula One. I think we got the ringmaster back. Statman, go right ahead. So, Stat, uh, ringmaster, it's, what, what's this going on about Lewis Hamilton? He's got a bit of a sophomore slump. Uh, it is, what, what does Fernando Alonso have to do with any of that? 
Well, everyone is uh, basically talking. Good evening, everyone. Everyone is basically saying right about now that uh, McLaren really and truly misses Fernando Alonso because he was the one who had who could get into the engineers of McLaren and speak their language and talk to them in ways that they could move the car. So everyone is thinking at this point because of Lewis's performance and that of Heike Kovalainen is that essentially without Fernando's technical abilities, uh, the McLaren is struggling. And it has been indeed showing on the track this year. And it's got nothing to do with uh, the issues about Ferrari and taking Ferrari stuff out of the mix. This is the real deal that uh, we're seeing the real McLaren now? Well, I guess the line and cheating uh, may have caught up with them, but uh, no, this really is uh, the real McLaren, and you can see the real Ferrari at this point with uh, Kimi Raikkonen and uh, Fernando, or excuse me, uh, Felipe Massa driving off into the sunset. It doesn't look good for McLaren. Uh, You know, we could have another repeat. Kimi Raikkonen could be just like the last Finn, Mika Hakkinen, back-to-back world champion. All right, so Ringmaster, you're the only man I know that has both voicemails on your cell phone from both uh, Bernie Ecclestone and Max Mosley. So is it it going to be a waste of time to know Max Mosley anytime soon? Uh, Well, I guess we'll find out here in about another two and a half, three weeks. But uh, actually, interestingly enough, the Formula One teams took a vote to see if they should take a vote to take a vote on whether or not they should go him out. We're talking about Max Mosley, the president president of the FIA, which is the governing body for all of freaking motorsports outside outside of the U.S. Max Mosley was caught on tape, knocking off with a couple of prostitutes, allegedly dressed up as Nazis. Allegedly. Uh, yeah, alleged. Well, it's on tape. How, look, man, it's not alleged. It's on freaking tape. Jeez. Is the dude gone by the end of the year? Why isn't he gone now? And Statman brought up. I'm gonna, let me get off for just a second. Statman brought, brought up a beautiful point on this. Right. If it's one of the freaking drivers that was caught in that damn video, Max Mosley, the president of the FIA, just like a happy, if it was the president of the NFL, MLB, the NBA, that son of bitch would be gone before it even hit the wire. Why is this bastard still running the FIA ringmaster? Damn it. Well, you know, I guess it's it's bureaucratic procedure. Oh. I, I hate to use that as an excuse, but remember, he is not paid for this position, so it's not like he's he's taking a paycheck. However, you know, he is using his power and influence. And let's not forget, you know, a lot of people don't know that the largest club in the FIA is, in fact, the American Automobile Association, and they have asked Mr. Mosley to step down. In fact, Jeez. Max Mosley found himself with the World uh, Rally Championship this weekend in Jordan, and he actually met with the head of the Israeli uh, Automobile Association, and this guy didn't even know that he had been busted, and so he had to put out information distancing himself from uh, Mr. Mosley. So, you know what, Kenny, I talked to you about what happened with me in Monaco and when I met him this year, and I thought, you know what, I've eaten with that hand since I shook his. So I'm wondering at this point, you know, whether or not he's going to be able to keep his job. There's just really no way uh, that someone in his position with his kind of power can hold, you know, I mean, basically, if you live in a glass house, you know, you can't throw stones. And he's been throwing a lot of boulders in the McLaren Ron Dennis way, if you know what I mean. All right. The ringmaster with some Formula One insight. Ringmaster, thanks for coming in the Freak Nation. You're quite welcome. And let's all pray for Ralph Schumacher. Because oh. he's sucking I swear, DTM. I swear, Ralph you Schumacher. You need to tell him that email I sent you, Kenny. All right. Ringmaster, <laughs> some Formula One insight as we span the Freak Nation. We're going young on this one. I will promise not to drop any foul language on this one. One of our 
young racers, Mitchell Griffin, headed over to the States to compete in his first round of Snap-on Stars of Karting Series presented by the IndyCar Series in Utah. He's only 11 years of age and will this year travel between Australia and America five times with his mom and dad, as they say, over in Australia. And he signed a developmental deal with a NASCAR team. And Kenny, Mitchell, Kenny, you, Kenny, I jumped the gun on that one. Right. He has not signed a development deal with a NASCAR team, but we can start that rumor. Yeah. It, hey, uh, Mitchell, you're 11 years old. Who started this rumor about possibly uh, developing a, well, being a part of a developmental deal with NASCAR? I don't know. I didn't hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mitchell. I think that's my fault. I'm just going to put you there right now. Mitchell, you'll be okay with it. <laughs> Mitchell, with you in Australia, and uh, I know Australians like like a quite a bit of uh, things that we do over here in the states, including open wheel and NASCAR. You being a karting, uh, a kart driver, would you rather go into IndyCar or would you rather go into stock cars here in the United States? Mainly NASCAR, because like there's more opportunities, um, and like coming over to America, that's a good opportunity. Um, a lot of the spotters from NASCAR will come to the track and, yeah, it'll be a good opportunity to get in NASCAR and my favourite, Marcus Ambrose, is in it, in NASCAR. So, yeah, um, he's really put my hopes up on getting into NASCAR as well. So if Marcus Ambrose is your favourite guy, where do you stand on the Marcus Ambrose versus Boris Sand story? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you you know about him punting Boris Sed off the track, and now both of them are threatening to fight, threatening to fight each other, and rolling the dirt. I didn't see that. Oh yeah, he well, was on the track then. Yeah, well, that, Marcus Ambrose. <laughs> he was on the track then. Marcus Ambrose punted uh, Boris Sed, and Boris Sed, you know, is threatening to fight him, and Ambrose <laughs> said, "We'll roll in the dirt if necessary." So if you had to take one or the other, you're a Marcus Ambrose fan. You're going to go on his side. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Good boy. It's not his usual personality, but... <laughs> the 11-year-old cart driver, Mitchell Griffin, joins us here in the Speed Freaks pits, looking to make a big move here in the States. Go ahead, Crasher, real quick. Well, you got yourself a top 10 this weekend in Utah. Is that correct? Um, Yes. Tell us about your race. This was your first race in the States for the Stars of Karting series, and you are the first Australian to come over here and be a part of that series. Tell us a little bit about it. Um, yeah, um, I'm with the Tony Cart Florida. Um, the team is just great. They're um, just awesome personalities. They're encouraging. They understand. Um, just the racing over here is so much different compared to at home. Um, just how Stars of Karting has set up the meet, it's just fantastic and, um, yeah, they've set they set up the cart really good. Um, we had some problems with the engines, um, but we fixed that. Um, and we ended up ninth after a crash on the last lap. Ooh! So yeah, we were happy. Well, Mitchell, you are a badass, and you're 11 years old, and I think you're damn near the youngest cat we've had in the Freak Nation, and you sound great. You sound like you're going to kick some butt when you come over here and take some of this NASCAR money, my friend. Thank you for coming in the Freak Nation, buddy. Good luck to you here in the States. A pleasure. Thank you. Oh, what a great what a kid. great kid, man. Mitchell Griffin, 11-year-old Carter, coming over here, taking some of this money, wanting to run 
NASCAR when he gets old enough. All right, still spanning the Freak Nation. Got to get some more dirt in there. Supercross, some madness happening up there in Seattle. And Crash and Stat, you caught up with somebody. Go ahead, Wheels. Terry Boyd, one of the Supercross announcers, was there in Seattle when it all went down last night. Terry, tell us what words, what trash talking was going on between Chad Reed and Kevin Windham. Well, you know, you got to remember both of these guys are two of the best riders in the world, and there is no love loss going on. I think it all started over some comments, I think, that were made after Chad Reed's crash in uh, Detroit during practice, and he took it real personally, maybe more personally than he needed to. I don't think there was any malice, but, man, it is carried over, and uh, it got very heated uh, on the stage in Seattle where they were, uh, you know, they're battling for a championship, man. I mean, I, I, I tell you some of the words, but you might get fined. But uh, by the time they finally uh, they worked it out, uh, I, I think it's going to be a, uh, a knockdown dragout battle when we get to uh, Las Vegas this coming Saturday night. Chad was pretty intense at the beginning of the season that this was going to be his championship, no matter uh, uh, who was in the, the race at all, whether Bubba was there or not. Is that part of what's going on now, that he feels the pressure, that uh, this is his championship that might be slipping away from him? Well, I think, you know, his, his exact quote to begin with was, hey, you know what, I don't want any more number twos in my column. I want nothing but sticks. I want number ones. And he wanted that championship. I think the fact that the guy has been an Ironman, he has overcome so much adversity in the last two years, riding through these injuries like the broken scapula right now. He truly is an Ironman. I think he feels maybe at this point, I can't speak for him, but maybe he thinks that he's owed this championship and he didn't count on Kevin Windham coming in and having his best year ever. And I think Kevin thinks... This is my probably my last shot at getting this championship. He's going to let it hang out as well. And let's be honest, man, Las Vegas has been uh, very good to Kevin Windham over the past few years. But one last thing, how can Chad Reed be mad at Kevin Windham when it wasn't Kevin Windham that made him fall and it wasn't Kevin Windham that was putting the blocks on him heading into the checkered flag? I think it's just a carryover from Detroit. You know, um, I, I think some things were said. That might have been taken out of context. Maybe they, I, I don't even know the exact words that were said to each other, but all these rumored things that were in the press, and I think that has sparked a fire. You know how that goes. I mean, we're all human beings, man. I mean, sometimes you can be at the grocery store, and a little old lady said something about, you know, the National Enquirer that you wanted to grab, and you're ready to fight her. I mean, these guys are battling for a million-dollar bonus. Quickly, <laughs> th- th- is this just an attempt to sell tickets, or is this really something that's uh, an intent? rivalry that's developed between Chad Reed and Kevin Windham? Uh, I can guarantee you it's not an attempt to sell tickets. That has been sold out for the last probably two and a half months, this upcoming race. Uh, I think it's real. I think those guys were friends. Most of those guys in the upper echelon of the riders have been friends for a, a, I don't know, at least the last five years or so. Yeah, they compete when they're on the track, but they get along when they're not on the racetrack. Uh, This is for real. I I think there's pride. I think there's emotion. And uh, for Chad Reed, I I think, you know, he's battling maybe some other things that are going on in his life. And the same with Kevin Windham. I mean, you couldn't get two completely opposite people. You know, Chad Reed, yeah, he has a wife, but he lives a rock star life. Kevin Windham, uh, a wife and children. He's very grounded. He knows, uh, look, I race motorcycles for a living. I make a great living doing it. But really what matters is my family. I mean, that's the first phone call he makes as soon as he walks away from that stage. Thank you very much, Terry. Supercross finals in Vegas next weekend. See ya. See ya. The Freaks.
That's how we do it here in the Freak Nation, spanning the Freak Nation, an extended edition. We had open wheel from Formula One to IndyCar, had some NASCAR inside about Tony Stewart leaving, not leaving Joe Gibbs. Little Mitchell, 11-year-old karting pilot, was in there, said uh, some Supercross with uh, Terry Boyd. That sounded like some madness up there uh, between Kevin Windham and Chad Reed. Crasher, was any of that on the TV? It was. Oh, yes. It was a great race to watch. Probably the best Supercross race I've seen in a long time. All right. When we continue, you got your Statman Scat coming up. Jake Holden, your super sport winner from Fontana this weekend. California Speedway. California Speedway. More freaks coming up. Good evening. You've been selected to receive nothing but this cat from the stat man. You gotta love real sports competition. On paper, Detroit was supposed to steamroll Philadelphia in the NBA playoffs. Instead, Philadelphia was up 2-1. Go figure. Same in the Boston-Atlanta series. Atlanta muscled up last night and beat Boston on the way to the suspected Boston sweep. In NHRA drag racing, funny car qualifying at Atlanta had Tim Wilkerson, Cruz Pedragon, Tony Bartone, and Gary Dincham in the top four spots. Where were guys like defending champion Tony Pedragon or former champion Gary Selzy and 14-time king John Force. Scrambling, that's where. In NASCAR, they'd be guaranteed a spot in the Sunday finals with faster cars, possibly somewhere behind them or going home happened. That's just tough for me to understand in a competitive world. And the argument about the fans want to see their favorites? I don't think drag racing or NBA fans are too worried as long as the competition is fair. Wouldn't you agree? Peace. Eight out of nine Formula One fans shave their legs with a curling iron and a splash of cheese whiz. That's hot. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. Speed Freaks is brought to you by Budweiser and the Casey Kane number nine Budweiser Dodge Charger. Budweiser, great American lager. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. The name Mopar is family, synonymous with the glory days of drag racing maybe two generations ago. But a new generation is discovering Mopar, its tradition, and its bright future. Today, Mopar is more than just original equipment and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles. Mopar is an attitude on the street, at the track, or in the backwoods. Mopar rides with you. After all, Mopar is family. Freak Nation, Continental Tire has launched the Ultimate Adventure Sweepstakes. Drop by your favorite tire store, purchase four Continental brand tires valued at $499 or more, and you'll receive a Magellan Roadmate GPS system. You can also enter to win a Range Rover Sport customized by West Coast Customs. Enter in-store or online at ContiSweeps.com. That's C-O-N-T-I Sweeps.com. No purchase necessary. See website for rules. It's the Ultimate Adventure from the official tire of the Freak Nation, Continental Tire. This is Matt Land, the voice of Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower. You want to spend more time with your family? You want to get out of the yard? And you want to do it cheaper this year? You might want to look into propane. Matter of fact, you need to look into propane. And Dixie Chopper is the only U.S. manufacturer to offer you the world's fastest lawnmower available in propane. Visit DixieChopper.com for a dealer closest to you. Dixie Chopper, the official lawnmower of the free. Nation. 
Hey, Speed Freaks, it's Kenny Sargent. You got some tranny problems? Well, then go get yourself some Lucas Oil Transmission Fix. It's non-solvent, formula stop slip, hesitation, and rough shifting in worn transmissions and completely eliminates most seal leaks. It lowers operating temperatures, stops foaming, and you can use Lucas Oil Transmission Fix in any transmission for preventative maintenance. You can also use Lucas Oil Transmission Fix in light-duty manual transmissions to increase shifting ease and transmission life. Shoot by your favorite auto parts dealer and pick up some Lucas Oil Transmission Fix today. This freaking segment is brought to you by Jegs High Performance. Millions of name brand parts in stock and 100% customer satisfaction guaranteed. When you need a part for your car, log on to Jegs.com. Jegs High Performance, putting the speed in speed freaks. You're back with Statman, Crash Gladys. I'm Kenny Sargent. Don't forget the website, speedfreaks.tv. Pick yourself up some free wear and, of course, download the show. Any of this you missed, go to speedfreaks.tv. Here's your Jags freaking hotline, 8669 Freaks. I keep giving the damn number out, but hell, we can't get your phone calls. We've got so much madness going on here with all these people calling in. Another reminder, coming up next weekend here in Southern California in the city of industry at Speed Zone, the Mach 5. Yes, from the movie Speed Racer. It will be at Speed Zone the third and the fourth of the weekend, May 3rd and 4th, and you can win four tickets to see the premiere of the movie. Be sure to join them at Speed Zone, enter to win. you got some movie passes, prizes, many more giveaways. But the biggest deal... Help support Nogales High School Band there in Southern California as they raise funds for their upcoming trip to New York to play in the 2008 Thanksgiving Macy's Parade. Special ticket prices available for the purchase the weekend again of the 3rd and 4th. That's next weekend with a percentage of the proceeds going to the band. Speed Zone, May 3rd and 4th, City of Industry, right there in Southern California. Come on out and see the Mach 5 from the movie Speed Racer. Guaranteed to be a big-ass summer release. This guy claimed his second victory of his AMA career following a 17-lap AMA Superstock Madness thriller at California Speedway. It came down to a dramatic final lap. Well, here's the winner with his second win in the AMA Supersport Series, Jake Holden. What's up there, Jake? Uh, not much. Just uh, chilling at my motel right now. Chilling at your <laughs> listen down I'm in looking, Fontana. I'm looking at your results from 2007. You're ninth in the Superstock Championship last year, and and look at this for 2008 in your races. You finished 13th in Daytona, second at Barber, and got your first win of the year in Fontana. How what happened between last year and this year for you to move so far up uh, just from flat out racing? Um. Yeah. I, you know. I got. Uh... I was riding with the Michael Jordan team for two years, and you know they gave me a great, great team to work with, and and then uh, kind of lost my job with them, and and Honda Honda had a, a ride for me available with Corona Extra, and uh, sure enough, oh eight came uh, Honda came out with a new one thousand, and it's a great bike, man. I mean, we barely worked on this thing, and. <laughs> We're already winning races, so I'm looking forward to many more great races. Jake, so you're saying there's more left in that bike? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I would. This bike uh, could win a championship, so I, you know, I hope to do that this year on it. It'd be great. Um, you know, Honda's backing me up 100, percent and they're over in the pits helping me out quite a bit. So it's it's good to to be the first uh, Honda up on the Superstock uh, pedestal for for the Honda CBR 1000 RR. Wow, that that's actually huge. It's a big weekend for Honda. I don't know if you guys keep track of some of the other motorsports that are going on. Did you see your quasi Honda teammate Kevin Windham getting some trash talk given to him from Chad Reed? 
I, I no, I missed that. I knew that Wyndham had won. Am I correct? Right. Yes. Yeah, my parents were, or my mom was at the race up in Seattle because that's where I'm from. Oh, right on. Yeah, Chad Reed wasn't too happy. Apparently, there were a lot of Honda riders out there, and there were (laughs) quasi-blocking. Chad Reed still Uh, got second, but it'll just be an interesting Vegas. Let's put it that way. Do you guys get to intermingle with your Supercross counterparts at all, or your seasons are just completely separate? Uh, it's, it's completely separate. Yeah. I mean, I try to, I try to hit the Anaheim races, um, because MDK is, is, uh, you know, they've, they've been sponsoring for the last couple of years and they have a couple of supercross teams out there. So I pay attention. All right, right on. Now, Jake, I, this is a stat, man. I know that you are, you're with Honda now and, and so forth, but what was it like riding for Michael Jordan? Did you learn a lot about the competition of just competing by being with Jordan? Oh, definitely. I mean, anything that Michael Jordan has his hand in is first class. Um, so it was it was the first big team for me, and, and I put a lot of pressure on myself and made a couple mistakes the last year I was with them and, and a couple races I crashed out. But, man, it's just so cool being a part of anything with Michael Jordan. You know, he's at the races, and he just he just has that presence, you know, that not a lot of people have. And I was a big basketball fan back in, you know, Back in the day when he was a part of the Bulls, and, and it's cool to be it's cool to be a part of that. Yeah, I know that uh, I've been at the track when he's been there, and it's like a locker room when he comes in and the guys and the mechanics and and his entourage are all together swapping lies and telling stories and and having fun. And, and he's one of the most competitive people that I've ever been around. So that has to rub off on the guys that are on the team. Do, do you take that on the track with you? Um, yeah, when when he's at the races, which he came out to like probably seventy five percent of the races, and and uh, yeah, I mean I I put a little bit more pressure on myself just because he was there, but um, you know you can only go so far before you hurt start hurting yourself. So in motorcycle racing is a, a tough job, but um, you know it's 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 the risk you take when you get on a bike. You're gonna you're gonna crash sometimes and push the limit, uh, you know, on others. AMA Superstock Series winner from California Speedway, Jake Holden here in the Speed Freaks Pits. Jake, some people get confused, including this guy on the other end of the mic, the difference between the bikes. You got Super Sport, Super Stock, Super Bike. Tell the Freak Nation, <laughs> if you can't, I know, I know, I know, man, yeah, yeah. in 30 seconds or less, okay. what, what a Super Stock bike consists of compared to, the like, the big boys of Super Bike. Okay. Yeah, the Super Stock bike is uh, basically there's – Little limitations you can do to the motor, uh, suspension, brakes. Um, so basically the thing is just stock other than a little bit of motor work and suspension. And the super bikes, uh, the motors alone cost $80,000 just for a motor. So you can imagine what the brake systems cost and everything else, the carbon fiber body work. So, yeah, I mean, we're, we, we're riding bikes that are less than the super bikes by far. So, so you can pretty much man, you can get them off the showroom or, floor. Yeah, uh, pretty. I mean, pretty much. My bike just has a little bit of motor work and, and really good suspension. And I mean, there's some electronics that you have to get for them, which anybody can buy on the street. So it's uh, nice. that's what I call the Superstock class. Jake Holden, AMA Superstock winner from California Speedway this weekend. Holden, thanks for coming to the Freak Nation, buddy. Good luck to you for 2008, man. Thank you guys a bunch. I like that guy, man. He's got a great attitude. You know who another guy I like is the winner we had on last week? 
from Barber. I just got yeah. a cell phone call from him. He's listening to us on our Southern California affiliate, 97.1. Nice. He very nicely left me a message saying, hey, anytime you need something from me, just give me a call. How cool is that? I'll bet you it is this. He beat Aaron Yates. Jake Holden beat Aaron Yates in the Superstock class. Ooh, that's hard. Yeah, his former teammate. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, oh, true. Yeah. Take that, Michael Jordan. Yeah, Michael Jordan. Take that. My heart is riding up your Suzuki rear end there, happy boy. All right, when we continue, got a little bit more discussion about Talladega, the big one that took out Tony Stewart and many others. Dale Jr. So, Dale Jr., yeah. All right, more freaks next. I don't know what to take. This freaking segment is brought to you by Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower. Try one out today at your local Dixie Chopper dealer. To find the closest dealer to you, go to DixieChopper.com. Dixie Chopper, the official lawnmower of Speed Freaks. Speed Freaks. Some call them too edgy. Some call them too controversial and rude. What do you think those same happy-ass bastards said about Earnhardt, Andretti, and AJ? Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. You are listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. This isn't some other beer. This isn't a Bach, an ale, a stout, or a pale. This isn't a cherry wheat or a berry wheat, and it doesn't taste like chocolate. This isn't some trendy microbrew. This is the perfect balance of flavor and refreshment. This is Budweiser. This is the great American lager. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Hey, freaks, Kenny Sargent here, and gas prices are flat outrageous. I've got you something for a bit of relief. It's Lucas Oil Fuel Treatment, designed to increase power and fuel mileage, plus lower exhaust emissions. Lucas Oil Fuel Treatment is a powerful blend of oils and additives that contain no solvents and is formulated for both gasoline and diesel engines, carbureted or fuel-injected. It cleans and lubricates and causes the fuel to burn more thoroughly for increased power and less fuel consumption. Start saving now and get Lucas Oil Fuel Treatment at your favorite auto parts dealer today. Freak Nation, this is Rico Elmore, founder and CEO, or better yet, pimp for Fathead Sunglasses. You have a problem buying sunglasses that fit? Well, we got the answer. Fathead Sunglasses make special glasses to fit your fat head. Big brains, whatever you want to call it. Your head's too big, we can fit it. We also have a regular size for that guy with, well, not such a big head. Fathead Sunglasses. That's fatheadswithaz.com. Fathead Sunglasses, the official sunglasses of the Freak Nation. $4 gas making your life miserable? Certainly giving me the blues, but the freaks are coming to your rescue. We're offering free replays of Speed Freaks broadcasts available on demand 24-7 from iTunes. Subscribe at iTunes or speedfreaks.tv. You'll be notified whenever there's new audio or video on the Jags media page. Then go to iTunes and download away. Think about that. The next time you pump in that $4 gas, if you don't believe it, go to speedfreaks.tv. It's all there. Where else can you get free stuff these days? This freaking segment is brought to you by Mopar. More than just the original equipment supplier of parts and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles, Mopar is an attitude, a culture, a way of life for thousands of enthusiasts around the world. Mopar, the official performance of Speed Freaks. 
You're back from Statman Carruthers, Crash Gladys. I'm Kenny Sargent, website speedfreaks.tv. Doing it and out of our Phoenix affiliate, Extra Sports 910. Thank you guys for making this thing possible. Thank you, Smokey. Thank you, Corbin, for loading this thing up. Statman Crash there in the mobile Lucas Oil Studios there in Los Angeles on 97.1. Free FM. And again, a reminder, Freak Nation in Southern California, Speed Zone, coming up May 3rd and 4th. Join us out there. The Mach 5 for the movie Speed Racer. It's going to be hanging out. Got movie passes to give away, prizes and prizes and prizes, and you can actually win some tickets for the premiere coming up. Uh, gosh, I wish I had that exact date, but yeah, it's all there at Speed Zone, May 3rd and 4th. More importantly, supporting Nogales High School Band as they raise funds for their upcoming trip to New York to be in the 2008 Thanksgiving Macy's Day Parade. That's May 3rd and 4th, Speed Zone, City of Industry there in Southern California. Special tickets will be available for the purchase May 3rd and 4th, and a percentage of these proceeds going to the band, Nogales High School as we send those cats off to march in either some cold-ass weather or some rain, but who gives a damn? It's going to be International Television 2008 Thanksgiving Macy's Parade. Looking at some video on NASCAR.com with the little big one that happened between Tony Stewart and the gang where Tony Stewart, I think it was on the backstretch coming out of turn two where he was uh, up amongst about 15, 16 cars in the span of about 50 yards. I was watching Stat Crash. I was watching some of the video on the site, and there was a shot from Casey Kane's Budweiser car, and it was at 100 and what, 90, 95 miles an hour. It was as if they were running in traffic on the 405 or the in Southern California. Did you guys see this wreck? Yes. I was actually kind of quick to move over because that was the last lap. I was kind of quick to move over to the IndyCar race at that point, but I did see it. Michael McDowell had spun first and then right. suddenly behind yeah, in everybody, the pack. It was, uh, it was, that was the closest thing to the big one that they had at Talladega. Uh, once one person got sideways, and then it just started to domino from there. Granted, Denny Hamlin, he finished third, but he said this was an excellent race, the best race I've seen in two or three years in Sprint Cup Series. Granted, again, he finished third place. He went back there with Labonte, who said it definitely sucked. But he, uh, Hamlin went on to say, this is what we need as race fans and teams and owners and drivers. This is the kind of racing we need to see out there each and every week. Absolutely, now, I agree with him. But, Kenny, yeah, he might have finished third in this race, but he's finished up front a lot. And he's not saying that about those other races. He's saying it about now. And I think that that's, that's definitely key. I think this new car has a big thing to do with it. Then how does Statocrash, how does Juan Pablo Montoya, out of all these guys, was it just attrition? How does Juan Pablo Montoya, who's... There was hardly run- any attrition. No, what are you talking the, about? The JPM, JPM was forcing the issue, uh, especially in the second half of the race. And uh, he Talladega, they, they talked to him a little bit about that at the beginning. He's got a new crew chief. Oh, yeah. And uh, he, Talladega was his first super speedway. He's figuring this thing out. He did, uh, you know, and you know, I'm not a big JPM fan, but he's figuring this thing out. And he's going to win an oval race probably this year. Wow, yeah, that's I mean, a pretty you know, big statement for that, you to that's, make. <laughs> that's huge for me to make. Normally, he'll crash the car before. It's a matter of whether or not the race ends before he could crash it. But uh, he's he's figuring out stock car racing. <laughs> Mark that time down, Statman. Yeah, there it is. You know? Sunday, April 27th. April 27th. 8.50 Pacific just time. Just hearing myself say it kind of had to stop for a minute and say, Ooh, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Ronnie in Detroit. Ronnie, you're on the Speed Freaks. Go ahead, Ronnie. Speed Freaks, what's happening? What's up, Ronnie? 
Hey, the guy you, that uh, Statman said uh, sounded just like a sling blade. That uh, from uh, uh, Dixie Chopper, right? Yes. You've got to do a skit with him. He sounds exactly like Sling Blade. Remember, remember, Crash, when you did a skit about with with uh, Danica Patrick. We well, got to get the, the the Dixie Chopper guy to do a Sling Blade goes to NASCAR skit. <laughs> mm-hmm. He gets easy. Sling Blade's running around the racetrack, right? He gets chopped off, so he whips out a Sling Blade and chops the driver's head off. <laughs> <laughs> You ought, like him, you ought to hear him do uh, an auctioneer because he, he's got auctioneering in his past. You ought to hear him do an auctioneer, a sling blade. That that will have you rolling in the aisles. No, I, I'm sure it's good, but a sling blade goes to NASCAR is even better. Mm-hmm. That is that has got to be done. Mm-hmm. I just think sling, sling, blade, <laughs> sling blade has already gone to NASCAR. In fact, they're down in Talladega. There might be a few there in the infield. <laughs> they're still partying. In the mud right about now. All right, Ronnie. Thanks for checking in, my friend. You didn't give me my Ronnie. I protest. Well, I'll give you two Ronnies next time you call in. Okay, okay. You owe me. All right. <laughs> we owe him. Ronnie, Ronnie, check, Ronnie <laughs> checking in from Detroit. Again, it's been a large show. We went all over the place with this bad boy. Damn. From, from Sling Blade to an 11-year-old Australian. <laughs> that, that covers the, that covers the well, freak gamut. I know it. Mm-hmm. Hey, Corbin here in uh, Phoenix. Thank you for helping us out. Smokey, thank you. Wheels, Inara, Triple F, making this thing possible. For Crash Gladys, I'm Kenny Sargent. Remember to shoot the juice to the moose and Statman. Cut it loose. See ya. This freaking segment is brought to you by Mopar. More than just the original equipment supplier of parts and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles, Mopar is an attitude, a culture, a way of life for thousands of enthusiasts around the world. Mopar, the official performance of Speed Freaks. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. The name Mopar is family, synonymous with the glory days of drag racing maybe two generations ago. But a new generation is discovering Mopar, its tradition, and its bright future. Perhaps more than any other company, Mopar has been uniquely successful at bringing its proud heritage into the 21st century. Today, Mopar is more than just original equipment and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles. Mopar is an attitude, a culture, and a way of life for thousands of enthusiasts around the world. On the street, at the track, or in the backwoods, Mopar rides with you. Hey, this is Matt Land with Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower. At Dixie Chopper, we understand that productivity is a function of horsepower over time. That's why we've spent 28 years developing the world's fastest, the most economical, the most environmentally friendly lawnmower in the United States. Go to DixieChopper.com to find the closest dealer to you. Dixie Chopper, the official lawnmower of the Freak Nation. Freak Nation Continental Tire has launched the Ultimate Adventure Sweepstakes. Drop by your favorite tire store, purchase four Continental brand tires valued at $499 or more, and you'll receive a Magellan Roadmate GPS system. You can also enter to win a Range Rover Sport customized by West Coast Customers. Enter in-store or online at ContiSweeps.com. That's C-O-N-T-I Sweeps.com. No purchase necessary. See website for rules. It's the ultimate adventure from the official tire of the Freak Nation, Continental Tire. Hey, Freak Nation, it's time to strip off those outer layers and wear nothing. But freak wear, guys, go get the most popular t-shirt and let the ladies ask you this summer. Got freak? And ladies, get ready to flaunt your top sides in Speed Freak's good-looking cap sleeves and short sleeves. And feel free to make it an entire ensemble with the Speed Freak's 
thongs? Go get it now, Speed Freaks, at speedfreaks.tv. That's speedfreaks.tv and hit the Freakwear button for your warm weather freakwear.